Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is the Toffee Web Podcast. Hello, Blues. Welcome to an impromptu instant match reaction to Crystal Palace nil Everton nil. Although it's not much, so much, so much the game we'll be reacting to is arguably the worst refereeing decision in living memory. That saw Dominic Calvert-Lewin sent off for the first time in his career. Uh, Everton probably should have won it when it was 11 v 11, but managed to see out the last 20 minutes and force an unwanted replay, although the loss of Dwight McNeil to what looks like a serious injury was another downer to overshadow the evening. Uh, Andy and Paul are here to uh, to join the fume. And I, I just I want, to, I want one question for you. The game's gone, so what's the bloody point? Any- <laughs> Good night. <laughs> 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 Well, I, I mean, I've just tried to sum it up by posting something on social media myself, which I very rarely do you know, in this yeah. kind of context. But I've just called it. I've just said, this is not the game I fell in love with, and football at the top level, especially, is in a terrible, terrible mess, and it's not just because we've seen an Everton player sent off tonight. It's what that actually means we're watching now and what that actually means the game of football is now. Right. Um, Regardless of whether that was a Palace player tonight, an Everton player tonight or a Spurs player tomorrow night. If I mean, how on earth you get to that kind of decision is beyond me. But it's it's also the process of the decision 
and the rules they're trying to follow and then this walk across to the screen it, it the whole thing is is like a terrible pantomime and, and it and it's not it's not football as I know it, and it's certainly not the game I grew up loving. And if I had seen this version of it as a seven or eight-year-old, I might feel completely, I probably would feel completely and utterly differently about the sport now. Um, I mean, it goes without saying, it's ridiculous. It, um, and then you read, oh yeah, that also means that Dominic Carver-Lewin, of course, will miss three games. And you think... Wow. Um, I mean, we've had bad ones, haven't we? Yeah. We've had bad ones. We've had, um, and we've had bad ones not given. We've had, and I think every team will feel like, of course, they've been done by VAR or refereeing or this, that, and the other. But I can't remember one as bad as that. Yeah, well said. No. Yeah, well said. Definitely was awful. Yeah, I didn't think about like, uh, Growing up, you know, as a seven, eight year old watching football, and uh, you know, you're right, it's not the game you fell in love with. What would what what do seven, eight year olds think of that? I wonder. My my seven year old watched the first half with me, then you know, I sent him to bed, you know, <laughs> just as well. He'd either heard some, <laughs> some choice language, he'd, he'd have learned some new words. <laughs> I imagine. What does that mean, daddy? I don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but come on, this is just a, this is just farcical, isn't it? I, I, it's it's just so disappointing, isn't it? Um, Wendy said that I, I don't know what commentary you had over there. Then it was on ITV here. Wendy said, um, Craig Porson. I think she said the, the commentator said Craig Porson. Oh, we wanted the referee to look at this. So obviously, that's what I hate as well. The commentators get to hear them talk yeah. about all this. You get to. You almost like hear what's coming through the grapevine almost, don't you? Before it actually sort of happens, it's it's all it's 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 all a joke. Then you see him go to it. I don't even know why. A little sliver of me thought like maybe, just maybe he'll look at this and hold his own and just be like, yeah, no, no, come on. Yeah, you know I mean, but no, three 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 there. All thought that was a red card. That's it's just uh just appalling, isn't it? So and yeah, and Dominic misses three games now. They may appeal it. What good that'll be, I don't know. I, I kind of like him too, just to try and make a little bit of a point. But you know, you, you know what'll happen. It'll just get what it'll just get get washed away, won't it? But yeah, just it's just like it, it just got it. I suppose the only thing that made it less less gut wrenching is we didn't we didn't lose the game. We didn't yeah. we didn't collapse late on when in previous years we definitely would have. And that's one good this team has is some backbone, you know. And still a few chances to win it there at the end as well, didn't we? But um. So disappointing. Yet again, we're we're talking about VAR and bemoaning poor decisions, you know, against us with VAR, and um, you run out of things to say. And at what point is enough enough? And you feel like <laughs> enough is enough now, really. I don't really know what the solution is, but I, I, I don't know how much more people can take of this. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, I think that's fans overall. It doesn't take much look look on Twitter, X, whatever it's called now, and you'll fans from all over, all supporters all over the country bemoaning this now. Um, and you can, it's, it, it's, it's gone beyond farcical. Um, yeah. And they've got, to, they've got to do something about it really quickly. I think. Yeah. I and mean, we've had some shockers and most of them seem now to involve Craig Porson. I mean, obviously it was the one with Alan against Newcastle, which he was involved in. It was the same situation where he was, you know, he was the one who went to the, to the monitor and changed his decision. Um, it, yeah. But you know, you, I don't know. That one was a, a, 
a borderline one, you know, you could say he's interpreting the rules, but it was still a bad decision. And obviously we've got the Kanate decision or non-decision in, in the derby. Hmm. You know, it's when, when they go to the monitor these days, now you know they're going to change their decision. But I, like you, had a sliver of hope that Kavanaugh would would stick with the original decision just because he would look at it and go, no, this is, you know, it's ridiculous because, you know, um, Andy, you said to pull up the, the FA's rule around serious foul play. A tackle or challenge that endangers the safety of an opponent. No. Doesn't apply. Doesn't apply. Uses excessive force. No. Doesn't apply. Or brutality. Doesn't apply. That must be (laughs) sanctioned as serious foul play. Any player who lunges at an opponent in challenging for the ball from the front, on the side or behind, using one or both legs with excessive force or endangers the safety of an opponent is guilty of serious foul play. None of that applied. And that anyone and these 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 fellas are paid what is it six figures now to referee these matches by any interpretation of that law that was not a red card and the reason you know that is because he didn't even give a foul to begin with so it's not like we're we're um, relitigating a yellow card uh, or a decision whereby he's given a free kick and now the, you know think oh okay this needs to be escalated and moved up to a red he didn't even give a foul. And the player, uh, none of the Crystal Palace players um, protested. And I think there's a clip that I just saw where um, Anderson whispers to Calvin Lewin as he goes to the as the ref goes to the monitor. He says it's not a red. So I mean, I, I yeah, as you uh, as you said, I think it was was it you Paul who said that all all fans have grievances with refereeing decisions and feel that they're hard done by. But it is getting beyond a joke. And this this just crossed the line. So far for me tonight that I, I mean, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with the anger that I feel. I've got nowhere to put it <laughs> apart from screaming, screaming <laughs> expletives at the footballing gods or, or any, but no, they won't hear me. So I just, I just feel completely, as a fan, I feel completely impotent at this point. Um, and so I just, I want the club to appeal and they should, and I think they will just because of the ridiculousness of the decision, they need to appeal it. And, uh, they they will not reverse their decision. They will hide behind the decision made by the officials who they've employed, uh, or the PGMOL, whoever employs them. You know, this this are they independent? Who are they independent enough? It's the whole the whole situation is a farce. But yeah, their decision is not going to get um, overturned. But I do remember uh, a certain Tottenham player whose uh, challenge ended up breaking Andre Gomez's ankle, definitely endangered a player, uh, and p- potentially ended his career and his red card was overturned and downgraded to a yellow because he cried a bit on the sidelines. I I'm, I'm just done at this point. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, you've said that three, we've all said it, three referees have looked at that and they've all agreed that it's a red card. Now, what does that say? <laughs> that could say that they are all inept. It could say that the rules they've been given to follow are wrong, but you've just read out the rule and you'd think that they would be following that to the letter, especially if they've got a bit of time to look at it. So it's not, in this case, I don't think it's the rule that's wrong. No, it's not. I mean, you know, we've been talking about handball for weeks and the handball rule is all over the place. And I don't think there is a handball rule at the moment. I mean, it's just whatever they fancy at the time. (laughs) But this... Yeah, it, it it seems it seems to me that 
the what you've just read out there is relatively fair. If two players are coming together on a football pitch and one uses excessive force that could endanger an opponent. So it's not the rule that's wrong. It's three. Well, it's not, is it? Because he didn't give it on the pitch. It's the people that are watching it in VAR who are entirely wrong on this occasion. And I'm not sure what the uh, comeback would be on Kavanagh if he went to the monitor and said, no, I'm sticking with my original decision. I still don't know what the kind of... Is there a kind of a political thing amongst referees that that look guys that's just not going to happen this year I don't know because surely he was three yards away he could he could he could tell it wasn't yeah. a foul let alone a red card so how have they managed to convince him I mean that the, the whole process is I mean if we if we oh, ever hear the audio presumably Porson will say he's got his studs up and he's caught the the player on the shin Okay, I mean that, that that happens a lot. You know, a certain Virgil Van Dyke raked his studs down Onana's shin, and nothing happened there. It's just, you know, there's the inconsistency which we rail about from week to week to week, and I, and I don't think that's ever going to go away because it's you know it's subjective. It's the re-refereeing from Stockley Park of decisions that should be made, and a decision was made or a non-decision was made by the referee on the pitch, and it should have just been left at that. And if Kavanaugh had upheld his original decision, he would get universal acclaim from journalists and pundits alike, and everyone just would have moved on. Now, I think this is an instance where, and I hope it happens, and I have no no real faith that it will, but this is an instance where fans need to get on the the bandwagon, all the national journalists need to get on the bandwagon, the clubs need to get on the bandwagon, and just make sure that this, this process is either reformed or they just scrap VAR. And keep it for offsides and goal line technology, and, and just put it back the way it was because it's it's ruining the game, you know. And I can say that as I think there was a the penalty that um, one of the penalties in the shootout against Fulham, and one of our penalties, and it should have been retaken. That would have VAR would have corrected that, and that would have kept us in the cup potentially. I still want VAR gone. I just I can't stand what it's done to the game. You like the reaction though as well, Nathaniel Klein. It did not, but most of us something to do with it. Like the way he rolled around after, you know, his shin got grazed and he's doing like forward rolls almost and that. It's like the players the players have to do their part a bit as well, don't they? I mean, that's, you know, that's the only reason they got locked at was because of that. If he just gets up, you know what I mean? Those carries on, stays and speaks. The referee hasn't blown for the foul. You should, you should be there helping his team out, not rolling around trying to get a, or getting a player sent off. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, I know that he screamed his head off as he did it probably as well. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, it's just so that that's preferred. <laughs> what what one of the mad, maddest things with this as well is Graham Kavanagh actually. Um, it must be one of the only times that's ever actually happened. He he has overturned a decision in our favour at Anfield once. You may recall, like uh, it was he gave a penalty. The referee said uh, the VAR ref said um, this is when we won. Uh, Alan Field and during COVID, and the referee uh, he gave a penalty. The, the VAR fourth official ref said, "No, you want to have a look at this." He looked at it quickly, but no, no, it's a penalty. So he has got it. He has he has done it before. This this particular referee it has happened, but whether that was an era when they were new to VAR, they were new to you know there was there was no nobody in the crowd, nobody in the stadium. Yeah, I mean, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It's certainly I think you're right, Andy, and that, that there could be a little bit of sort of I don't know. A bit of pressure from inside there. I'm like, no, 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 we don't want to look stupid here. You know, I mean, it's it's you know, if, if we if you get sent to the sent to the screen, 
um, that's how it goes. And but without trying to cl- without trying to cry too much, sort of blue murder on it. I mean, do you feel like, do you feel a bit hard done to a bit of everything at the moment with Everton? Because mm-hmm. I sure do. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we haven't had a penalty all season. Yeah, I mean, do, do you feel like we're really going to get? You know, we're, we're really going to get um, you know a player sent off against us for that. I wouldn't really want a player sent off against us for that, you know. But like uh, these things, I mean, and then Sean Dyche made a point in the interview after the game with, uh, with the when better was held in the box. Now, you know, yeah, you, you don't really want to see penalties given for that. But if we're slowing things down, and yeah, you know I mean, and, and and you're going to go well if, if that's a foul on him and a red card, then he's been held in the box for a few seconds there. You know what I mean, it's yeah. So where did you draw the line of these things? It's it's oh, it. it it just drives you mad. Um, something needs to be done. Um, I don't have the answers, but yeah, again, a stand needs to be made somewhere because it's just like no, no one's enjoying this. This is it's it, they're just making themselves look like idiots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In, in the in the FA, it's become like a. I don't know how it, how it looks and feels from abroad, but certainly throughout the whole country, it, it's just a laughing stock. It's a joke, and you know, and um, but we feel. I think with justification, feel really at the rough end of this because we're, we're not getting anything at all. And three of the last four games now, um, VAR has impacted us big time with goal disallowed, a penalty given against us, and now a red card for us. You know, so at what point do we, you know, I'm about a 10 point deduction this season. At what point can we go, hang on a minute, <laughs> what, what's happening here? You know, because it's, um, yeah, it, it, it's getting too far now. The, that's a really good point you made at the end is that the, the, this screams of no self-awareness at all from the people making these decisions. It, it, you know, it has no, no, nobody along that decision-making line tonight actually set, sat back for just a second and thought, hang on a minute, this, this, this might make us look a bit silly. It, you know, it's, it's the whole Liverpool Spurs thing again of, hang on a minute, we we might look a bit daft if if you know if it, 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 there's, there's no self awareness at all. I mean, fo- football football has evolved over the last twenty years, ten years especially, of being like the world stage. I mean, you know, a player only has to pick his nose, and everybody knows about it. And the and everybody is is so kind of like scared of how things look now, especially when you're a player. A, member of staff, whatever. I mean, everybody talks with their hand over their mouths, don't they? You know, I think the referees are as... They, the VAR system has made them as kind of... Not as bigger part of a game, but they're a huge part of a game now. And everybody knows who the VAR is. And they've got so little self-awareness of what they're doing and how it impacts the game and how people feel about it. It's almost... A, it's, a, it's unbelievable, really how little they're aware of what they're doing is going to be all blown up. Um, I did think when you were talking then, Paul, the only the only more Everton thing that could have happened at that point is that we actually scored. And then it was brought back for a red card. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which could have happened if Calvin Luna actually could have... passed the ball. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, that would have been. That would have. I think that would have probably been the turn-off moment for me if we had scored a goal. Uh, I mean, from the whole season. I mean, yeah. I think I would have. You may not have ever heard me on a Toffee Web podcast again. <laughs> that, that that might have been the end for me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we are taught. I suppose there's an element here, and I don't know. Maybe. I'm, I'm mellowing ever so slightly as the, t- the minutes tick by. There's an element here of 
it sounds like from our conversation that we've lost the match. Um, we didn't. Um, and for once, it we were punished once. And yes, we'll be punished for the next three games because he can't play. But actually, it didn't affect the result in a, in a negative way for us. I don't think anyway. I mean, who, who knows? We might have gone and won the game if Carver-Lewin was on the pitch or we had 11 on the pitch. But credit, massive credit to the players for sticking at it tonight, I thought. Yeah, it, it, it feels like a defeat, I suppose, because obviously we've we've, we've lost Calvert-Lewin. You know, the loss of Calvert-Lewin himself, and we can probably get on to talking about his form. Um, but it, yeah, it's, it's the loss of a, of, a, of a... I mean, he is an important player to the way that we play, whether he scores goals or not. He is an important player to the way we play. But obviously, we've this looks like, like uh, McNeil's going to be out for a while. I haven't... I was actually scrolling up just when we started the pod to see if there was any news on him. I don't know if you said any, anything. I haven't seen anything yet. But obviously, when a player gets stretched, stretched off with his leg in a, you know, in a brace, it's never a good thing. So, yeah, from that perspective, I mean, those are two very important players. Um, you know, at a point when, as having lost these last three Premier League games, and we're kind of right back down to the, just sitting above Luton, things feel that bit more hairy. It just. <laughs> It just feels like we can't catch a break. You know, every time we we feel like we're we're making up some ground, something you know kicks the kicks the stool out from underneath us. So, but yeah, you're right. We didn't lose. Um, I, 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 given how few games we have in January, it's not the worst thing in the world to have a replay. I know that people are saying that we don't need any more games. It's true, but you know, it, it's if we can go back to Goodison and win that game and actually get some kind of victory, moral victory over the referee, To I think that will actually help. I think there'll be something for us. And just another thing to fuel our, um, our, collective, our collective anger and our collective, um, you know, backs against the wall siege mentality. So from that perspective, yeah, you're right. We are, we're still in the hat. Uh, obviously back at Goodison, we stand a better chance, um, you know, of, of going through and, you know, hopefully we do. You're right, and I, I thought he did really well for a lot of the game. We, we lack composure around the box, yeah. don't we? We missed missed a few pretty good chances, really, and uh, it, it, it go it just goes to show how quickly confidence can swing. I guess. I mean, like you've got a couple of defeats and players a bit more nervous and things, but you can't fault them for that. There's a little bit of a lull for like the first ten minutes, the second half we were a bit crap, but other than that, probably really really good. Um, Dominic, yeah. Again, it's confidence when things aren't going for you. Your little flicks don't work and all that. Like, but I think he's still, yeah. I remember watching the Man City game and go back a little bit, but um, yeah, just watching it, watching Beto. I remember thinking Dominic's a far better player, like an all-round yeah. player, you know. And and and, and that's that's the obvious thing for me. And one will go in sooner or later. Not for maybe not. Well, obviously, not the way the game stretched out would be a good month now before we see Dominic play probably. But, um, you know, one will go in again. It's not, you know, and, and, and then he'll he, be fine again at some point. He's, he's a good player. But the, 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 the sticker for me with this one is we've lost two players tonight now. Um, and maybe I'm being a little bit pedantic because obviously the, you know, the, the, the two things were separate. But if Dominic isn't sent off then and we're not back to the war with 10 men, does that situation happen? With um, McNeil, yeah, with, yeah. with Dwight yeah. McNeil, yeah. I mean, I know I'm being a bit, you know, you, you know, injuries can happen at any point, any time, obviously. But you know, I mean, that situation right there and then probably doesn't occur, you know. So and um, it does in a in, in a roundabout way. 
have a little bit of an effect. I don't mind the extra game. I think it's an opportunity, as you're right, to get one over on, on the referee if you can win. And particularly with the draw, the, the draws presumably Sunday or something, then if we know we've got, say, Colchester at home in the in the, you know, in the in the round after that, then it's a bit of a sort of, you know, it's a bit of a sort of fillet and a bit of a sort of opportunity. So, um, you know, typically we have, you know, Liverpool away or Man U away at this point or something like that. But, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, but, um, let's see. It's it's it, it's a chance to get one over on them, I, I, I suppose. But um, you just can't help but being flat and just downtrodden and and just like just beaten by VAR all the time now. It just, it just feels like a little bit sort of you know very like what's the point of me about it? You know what I mean? And 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 that's kind of how I've been trying not to feel that way, but it, it just it just beats you down each time, and I just feel like it, it just kind of feels like on a on a gamely basis now, something is is going against us. You know what I mean? And this is perhaps the biggest one. Yeah, probably probably since the Michael Keane uh, penalty against it was it Brighton? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a good few years ago. Probably since then. I think mean, that's the worst VAR call we've had, and there's been plenty mm. since then. Just to update on McNeil, Everton have tweeted it's early, but Dwight's in the dressing room and calm, which is a good sign. Hopefully, it's a swollen ankle, but it's too early to tell. That's what Sean Dyche said. So. Fingers crossed. And I know um, also people have made this um, point on social media as well. And it's something that I thought as the chaos was going on at the end of that game, if the same incident happens um, in the Man United game on Monday night, uh, nothing goes to VAR. There is no VAR because Mm. it's away at Wigan. Mm. And I mean, I think having a bad system or a system that divides opinion in one league for every game is one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having it in a competition where if you're drawn at Bristol City or Colchester or Macclesfield is a completely different thing. Uh, it's that, I, I've never understood that. I, I don't understand how that can actually be implemented, that you have um, a completely different way of... Uh, officiating the match in one game and not in another game in the same competition. I, I just don't understand that. And I never will. Um, not that that has any, you know, that has any great bearing on things, but it's just worth remembering that, you know, if we, if we happen to be playing away at Leeds tonight, um, that it would have just carried on. No, no three game ban, no sending yeah. off. Nothing. It's a nonsense, that isn't it? And yeah, do you remember the Millwall game a few years ago when the player literally handballed it in? And, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, oh no, it's no VAR. Good point. And they, and they, and they, they scrapped it in the in the League Cup as well. Like, uh, I mean, there used to be a case in the, the the same thing of like, you know, oh, if it's a Premier League team, VAR. They scrapped it in that. Why haven't they scrapped it in this one as well until the final, the semi? Yeah. Oh God! How long have we got? <laughs> We're going for the ages here. <laughs> I mean, what, one thing you did say, um, Paul, is you said I thought we should have won it eleven v eleven. I thought we should have won it ten v eleven because I, I think I think our best two chances tonight were actually once we'd had a man sent off. Um, the Ghana one, especially, um, I thought was a really good chance. That was a good chance. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I think they've had just a bit behind them. Yeah, I mean the Harrison one, a less so. It's coming out of the sky and it's a bit awkward. But uh, just, I just, I kind of, I did 
say a bad word at that point as well. But um, <laughs> yeah. but I thought the Ghana one I thought was a really good chance, and um, it just didn't happen, did it? But but I mean, I thought the players that came into the side tonight. I mean, I know we're we're all still reeling from this decision, but the, the players that came into this, the side tonight, I, I thought I think Seamus Coleman gets better, not worse, with age. Um, I, and I thought Joe Virginia did great. Yeah. Yeah. Couple of really good saves. Kicking was good. Um, I thought the little punch in the first half. Where was it? Him or was it Branthwaite's head? I couldn't work out who got the final touch, but <laughs> it was the right decision at the right time, whichever way, whoever it came off. Um, I thought that was good. I was surprised he started. To be honest, I thought Pickford just plays if Pickford's there, and I saw him in the pre-match kind of pictures of the club put out on social media. He was there with his headphones on coming in, so I thought, oh, there you go then. But um, but no, really good for him. Good for him. Um, and I thought Dan Juma actually did okay. Um, he was positive. He took players on. He got to the byline. He hit the first man every time. But, you know, it, it, he, um, <laughs> I thought he was dangerous. Um, and so there's lots of plus points. It's just, it feels, I don't know, it feels like every little thing, doesn't it? Every little thing. Yeah. But you're just like, how can you kick a, a club when it's down? Oh, I know. They're they're definitely finding ways, aren't they? Yeah, let's just shoving a really bad red card on an FA Cup night. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I thought that Dan Juma was 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 really positive when he was playing on the left, and then obviously disappeared yes. when he was on the right. Uh, we've got, it's a hard one to juggle because McNeil is definitely less effective on the right, so it's 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 hard. You have got both of them who want to play on the left. Harrison is. He's just a little frustrating because it's just not coming off for him. You know, again, the work rate's there, but the final product's not still not there. Uh, so, so, so there are yeah, there are a few. Seamus is was great defensively, little little sort of suspect in in the final third with his, you know, with his with his work in the, in the, in the with the final ball. But yeah, it's just it was a frustrating game to watch because there was some of those traits that we've been watching for most of the season where if you could just, just that final execution, that final, you know, the final, just to finish it all off. And then, you know, it probably would have only taken one goal, you know, the way that palace were palace were playing because they were no, no great shakes either. So yeah, we're just in a bit of a, an attacking rut at the moment. And it just seems that we're just waiting on Decore to come back, which hopefully he is back next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point on Virginia. Um, it's it's re- like a reassuring performance that because it, it's been a lot of a worry of mine. I thought, well, if 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 Jordan was to get injured, they was losing for a couple of months. Say, you know, what I mean, can we rely on on Virginia? And maybe we can. I mean, we're based on one game, but he, he looked comfortable. He looked good. Um, yeah, I was I was, I was I was quite impressed with him. And yeah, similar thoughts on Dan Juma. I guess I guess you might get a couple of games on the left now yeah. if uh, if Dwight's out for yeah. a little while. Again, we'll have to see. Uh, like, I think to be fair, he's he's done enough that in 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 that forty five minutes in the first half to to warrant an opportunity there. I think you know, so he's, he's certainly a goal threat. Um, and Beto's to come in as well. So it's not all yeah, you know, it's not it's not all doom and gloom with perhaps the players that we got. But you know, what I mean that we we can't afford many more now injury suspensions etc. You know. Adressa Gay is not going to be around for a while now. You know, we, we can't afford to lose much more now. We really are down to, bare bone, down to the bare bones. This vest, it's a bit of a bit of a mini vest before Villa, then another vest, isn't it, before before the game after that. So, um, yeah, really got to sort of get everybody sort of fully charged, really, um, for for for, uh, for, for then games. Um, 
yeah, a really good effort by the lads. I was friendly needed that really after the Wolves game, and um, yeah, just got to go again now, haven't they? But um, someone's got to go for us soon, <laughs> you know, um, um, from, from an, a refereeing point of view, um, because yeah, can, can things just keep on go, going that badly for you? I mean, for a whole season, sure. If 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 there really is no sort of bias or darker things at play, if really, a lot of averages, surely someone's got to you know got a turn for us at some point because it's. It's, it's it's just maddening what's going on. Um, you would think so, yeah. From that point of view, you would think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when it does, on this evidence, when it turns, my days, <laughs> we are going to be quite a team, aren't we? <laughs> um, um, I've just, I just, I mean, it's a night for scrolling through social media, isn't it? Um, yeah. I'm just scrolling through now, and actually, to be fair, we were saying about kind of the. Um, the, the the journalists in the game, the the, the, the pundits, the the broadcasters, hmm. quite a few have reacted to that, um, and are reacting to it in a in a um, in a really negative way. You know, um, like radio shows that are on now, national journalists on Sky Sports. Um, I think it probably helps us a little bit that it was the only game on tonight, and it was on terrestrial telly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that might just push it a little bit further into the kind of public awareness. Um, and it's kind of being the, the whole thing is being widely shared, isn't it? The, the video where you obviously don't get that on some three o'clock kickoffs when it's, you know, you can't watch it in certain regions, whatever. Um, so maybe that will help. But there does seem to be a widespread kind of condemning of the, the decision and the, and the process. So whether that will help, probably not. But it's... <laughs> You know, I think it'd be unfair to say that you know it's it's everybody overlooking Everton again because it does seem like tonight everybody's on board with that, and it and, and a lot of the comments are what we've been saying about the game in general, not 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 from an Everton point of view, not from our point of view as fans wanting Everton to win, and um, you know it's it's the game we love being ruined. Uh, I don't know who it was. I just saw one on then saying you know the game was great, you changed it, you ruined it, mm. um, which kind of you know. Sums it up really. It's a very simple game football, it's, and, and, and I've always said about technology in it. And oh, sorry to sound like a broken record, but the game that I watch on a Sunday morning when my lads play on a you know Sunday, Sunday league football used to be exactly the same as what you'd go to Goodison Park and watch. You know, it's exactly the same game. Where, where now, it, I, it's not. No, it's just not the same game. You're, no. you know, and and and. Pfft, that that really saddens me. It does genuinely sadden me. I'm not just putting it on tonight. It it, it it really makes me feel quite sad about it because, you know, it's a great game football and it's a very simple game, but yeah. it's just made it's so complicated now. It's that... been yeah, it's been overcomplicated. Actually, when we finished recording with uh, Paul McParlane uh, the other night, we were talking about how he, he goes to Tranmere quite a lot and, and Marine is his local team. And he says it's you know there's just a joy in watching the game when mm. you know that there's no chance that it, it's going to get ruined by VAR. You can support you know you can celebrate a goal and not have to then take a breath and go okay, let's see what the officials have or haven't seen. And yeah, it's uh, you know that that for me is reason enough to scrap VAR. That for me just just taking mm. away the joy of a goal. You know it's the it's the fundamental building block of the game you know, the joy of, of scoring a goal. And yeah, it's, it's sad. 
I, I think it's got to be there, VAR, personally. But I think it's got to be to... It, 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 it should be there to cut out the howlers. Not for this nonsense. Not yeah. for, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and surely nobody nobody wants this. When a player's like five yards outside and it's you know, like, you know, clearly offside. You know what I mean? Like not, I'm not, not talking margins and getting a pen out and go, oh, I don't know, you know, like, oh, his, his elbow's off there. Yeah, it's offside. You know what I mean? And then going to a monitor, look, that shouldn't be it. It's like, no, no the, the guy's three yards offside. There. You, 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 that can't stand. Stuff like that. that that's what it should be for. Hover challenges, absolute howlers, things like that, which like you know, you know, need to be sort of locked up, which urgently need to be stopped, and like you know, which are critical. You know, what I mean, and that's all it should be, <laughs> and that should be the end of it. This is just an absolute nonsense, you know. So, um, yeah, um, yeah. And one thing as well, I was, I was thinking of just then the when when Beto scored against Fulham in the in the League Cup, um, and there was no VAR in that game, we. It, we celebrated for, and then stopped. I think we all paused for a second. Yeah. Thinking, oh, hang on, <laughs> might be offside there. Before we then realised, oh, hang on, no, it's not going to be offside. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. it's just like that, that's what it's become. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's but ridiculous. but I mean, even um, even even before VAR, there was always a there was always a, a margin of error, a margin of interpretation. No matter who's making the decision, no matter what, with technology or without technology, there's always a margin. And I've always advocated for a wider margin for for offside. You know, just thicken the line and, and make it just give a little bit of, of, of benefit to the attacker and, and, and eliminate this this thing where like there's an armpit that's an inch further forward than than, than a knee or whatever. You know, this ridiculous um, drawing of lines that, that we do. And I think this, the semi-automated offside, if the Premier League ever decide to bring it in, seeing as everybody else is using it, that might help. And I've, as I say, I've, if if you've got some kind of consensus on that and it is sort of semi-automatic and it and it reduces some of the controversy there, then I have no problem with offside remaining and and the goal line technology, obviously, because that's, you know, cut and dry. Just just bring it in for the for the rest of the byline now so we don't have this debate over whether the, whether a cross has come in and the ball is over the line. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the rest of it, unless... I mean, really, the only way they can realistically reform it and make it palatable is if they do give much more much more weight to the, the original decision made by the referee on the pitch, he has the final say uh, that the the person in Stockley Park is merely just there to, as you say, point out a howler. You've really got that one badly wrong. You might want to go and take a look at it. But otherwise, just let it go. Just let it go. This this re-refereeing and, and slowing down, you know, incidents on instant replay where they always look a, a hell of a lot worse. You know, it, it's 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 a nonsense because you are re-refereeing the game from. You know, so sometimes it's 300 miles away from what's going on. And I've always said that the referee on the pitch has a has a feel for the temperature of the game and you can implement a, a sort of a certain amount of common sense to 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 the referee. Some games are more physical than others. So like a local derby is going to have a lot. When sometimes, you know, the referees used to give a certain amount of leeway. And if things got out of control then obviously the cards would come out. Now it's it's. You've got someone in your ear constantly chirping at you, going, "No, you want to look, take a look at that, take a look at that." And it's, yeah, it's, it's. They should just. It needs to be reformed, and whether they're going to have the guts to do it, for some reason, I had some optimism that Howard Webb coming in might change it because he's been looking at it from the outside. Not that I ever thought that Howard Webb was a great referee, but at least someone's had a had a sort of dispassionate eye looking at it from the outside has now come in to try and change it. But it's worse. It's it's definitely measurably worse than it used to be. 
problem the referees have, I think, as well now is everybody's watching. So they uh, they get sent to the monitor to look at that. In their heads, I might be thinking, God, this is being watched all around the world. Maybe everyone's perception is like, this has to be a red card. Mm-hmm. I better play it safe here and just give it. You know what I mean? Like, and just go, oh, you know what? You know what I mean? I, I don't want to be that. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm shooting from the hip a bit there. But the pressure that they're under with these sort of things, it, it, it can't be. It, you know, I'd like to think you, you know, they the should be rational enough to rational enough to look at something like tonight and go like, no, hang on a minute, that's not that's not a red card. Yeah, but like I think in a lot of instances, the the pressure must be like huge um, for 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 how to make that decision. So, but but that yeah, having people in the VAR. Yeah, but that pressure has always been there, right? So I think the VAR has actually heightened the mm, pressure because that pressure was always there. I think VAR has now heightened the pressure because they're being sent to the monitor and you've got this kind of pause in the game where everyone's taking this collective breath and, you know, and, and they're focused on what the decision's going to be. But that pressure was always there before. The issue is there's no accountability. You never hear the rationale for the decision. Every now and then the, the, the PGMOL come out and, and issue an, a, a meaningless apology because what does it mean to a team, you know, a week later to get an apology? Oh, yeah, you should have had a goal there. You should have had a penalty there. Okay, fine. Can we have the points, please? It's, it's you know, it's, it's complete nonsense. We may get an apology for this one. Like okay, fine. I, I, is that does that mean then that, that the FA who are who are separate, or the Premier will make a different, will rescind the the red card on that basis? You've got to hope so. But again, I have absolutely no faith that we are going to be we are going to be done right in this circumstance because it just seems to be the way. Like like we're saying, there's there is there is no evening out of these things over the season now. It seems like there is a definite imbalance. Some clubs get the decisions, others don't, and they and it doesn't even out over the season. That's that's my perception anyway. And I may, maybe I'm just being emotional about it. But. <laughs> but you're right in that, you know, when it was one referee helped by two assistants on the field in real time. Yes, of course, we all used to say, "Oh." referee this referee that Mm. but you appreciated that it was one person seeing it once and therefore you know it was their take on that moment and yeah okay you might get the odd one wrong but you know it's 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 so quick that you know you've got to make a decision of some kind now all this kind of multi-screen slow-mo 72 angles going over to a, a tv by the side of the pitch with everybody going oh it's it's made it's made a, a really unnecessary theater out of it and and that person like paul just said must be thinking and this is, probably goes back to what i was talking about the complete lack of awareness from anyone in that chain of command that they're probably thinking, oh, I know what I thought to begin with, but what's everybody else thinking now? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. and then you've got someone else in your ear saying, oh, no, I think that's a red card. And you're thinking, well, I didn't think it was. And you've probably got that huge dilemma in the head where to them in that moment, it might it might feel like, well, I should probably go with the guys who've watched the telly, you know, because they, they could see it more than once and blah, blah, blah. Where, you know... It, it must be difficult. I'm not saying it's not, um, but it's it, it's the system that's that's killing it, and the referees sitting watching the telly. Yeah. You know. um, but again, I, I come back to that definition. 
you know, did he endanger the player's safety? No, he didn't. Did he use excessive force? No, he slid in on a on a pitch that I think the one of the commentators had acknowledged that it had been overwatered. The pitch was wet. He slid in with with his foot raised to sure. to control the ball. You saw players slipping all yeah. night, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, they were all struggling to stay on the feet all night. So it's just it it was not <laughs> serious foul play and. The, the 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 time that it takes you to walk over to the monitor, you can actually assess that in your brain and say, "Did I make the right decision? Was it serious foul play? No, it clearly wasn't. Let me look at the monitor and just make sure. Oh yeah, look at that, it wasn't. And then you just turn around and get on with the game. You get so much more kudos for that than just going along with friggin' Craig Bloody Porson, who honestly. I said, I, I put on Twitter, I said, other teams can, can demand that officials don't referee their games. And we didn't have Clattenburg for years because of a cock-up that he made. Everton need to demand All that Porson is not involved with any of our matches for a very, very long time. And hopefully in that time, he'll be sacked because he is bloody awful. And I'm not just saying that. He is a terrible referee. I, I'm liking this because Lyndon's getting more bangs. I'm <laughs> Yeah. I just, I, can't, I, I feel can't like I'm coming down, but this is wonderful. No, to watch. I can't get over it. I cannot get over it. It's going to take me a while. <laughs> yeah, if we start oh. this though, then we really wouldn't have any more. Well, somebody, somebody did reply and said there's a very small pool of referees left. But I mean, that yeah. just that really does just sort of illustrate to you because I can think back to, you know, before this, you know, 10, 15 years ago when English referees really were considered, you know, among the best in the world. And we'd have more than one go to the world cup because we had some really good officials supposedly. Um, But now it just seems like, I mean, even Michael Oliver in recent weeks has just, he's just loving the smell of himself far too much now. And he's making horrendous (laughs) decisions as well. So I don't, you know, and I said, I think I said, said on one of the pod, might have been off where I said there's maybe two left. There was John Brooks and, and Rob Jones who hadn't done us wrong. And now John Brooks has. So it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, the referees are going to make, they're going to make errors. They're going to make the wrong decisions. I mean, that's part of being human. But again, I come back to the lack of accountability, the fact that you never hear from them. You know, the, the whole thing with rugby union is you're hearing them constantly. You're hearing the dialogue and you go, okay, fair enough. With American football, they're on the mic. They come on and say, this is the decision that we've made and here's why. And then you can go, okay, well, it was a shit decision, but at least I understand why you made it. And there's just a lot less controversy in the NFL and in rugby union for that reason. Maybe they have better officials as well, possibly. Um, yeah, that's a that's a, another issue you can look at. Wouldn't but, be difficult. Yeah, I know it wouldn't be <laughs> difficult, but it just, yeah. I mean, maybe Andy, that maybe maybe you've nailed it, and it just said it's just the 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 scrutiny of it, which is how we got to VAR the, to begin with, was the scrutiny of basically Sky Sports you know, using super slow mo to highlight where these you know, these, these wrong decisions were coming from to begin with. That's where VAR came from was the, the scrutiny. And maybe that's just it. Maybe just the referees can't handle the, uh, the, the, the fear of getting things wrong. 
But then, like, the, the inconsistency is, like, completely mind-blowing, isn't it, as well, though? Because you've seen a play, you've seen loads of bad challenges. We're like, I don't know, we're going back a, a season or two. And I remember some of the ones with Anthony Gordon that season. Uh, like the, the one in the Palace game was, like, was absolutely yeah. reckless. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and Ayu went and scored <laughs> a few minutes later and it nearly put us down. Uh, was it Shelby, I think, yeah. in, in the same season? It was, like, Genuinely not even a lot, endangered, really. endangered their opponent. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and nothing given, you know. So it's uh, and and we get a red card for this. I mean, there's um, <clears throat> and you've mentioned <clears throat> you've mentioned it recently about um decisions that go in in big teams' favour, which we just there's no way we'd ever get like the handball against the Norman yeah. the other day. We can, we saw it happen with Rodri the other season. Yeah. That, yeah, at the other end of it, yeah, we, we, we're, just, we're just not going to get. Yeah, we're just we're just not going to get them calls. Them two penalties at Anfield the other day, we're not going to get them. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, not not in a million years. You know, I mean, we haven't had one all season. Yeah, I mean, and this isn't like untypical for us to be here in in January and still not have had a penalty. One season we even went all the way till May, until we finally got in the last game of the season. So we finally got a penalty. You know, what I mean, it's it's. You know, how often do we have to just pull up with this? It, it, it never, it never seems to change. God, I'm getting But also, when was the last time we had a player sent off against us? I think it's been two seasons well, now, isn't it? I've, I've seen something good on that. I'm just trying to find it okay. if it's true. Yeah. Um, uh, it was, it was something absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but why are you looking? Why are you looking for it? Let's go back to Decore pulls the um, opponent's shirt against Forest. Nothing happens against Spurs. Kulisewski pulls Dukure's shirt, or it was Onana's shirt, sorry, and nothing happens. And then the very next week, Kulisewski does exactly the same thing, and then it's a penalty. So where's the consistency? But when Dukure did it as well, the, the media made a huge fuss about it as well. And yeah, I'm not, look, I'm not saying it's all about us, obviously, obviously not, but when, when that happened with uh, against Onana, nothing was said. It didn't even make the match a day real. You know I mean? like, you know, it, it, and his shirt's um, halfway so, up his back. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's nonsense. <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, it's over the hundred games. I'm sure since a player has been sent off against us. Yeah, the stat the stat I saw was uh, in days. So I think it was m- way more than one thousand days in the last, let's say, one thousand odd days. Yeah. Everton have faced a team with ten men for two minutes of normal time. Really? That's a great stat. I'm, I'm trying to, desperately trying to find it. Oh, my God. So, at what point is it, like, so glaringly obvious that something, you know, I mean, and I, I've, I've tried so hard to not sort of cry corruption and cry, you know what I mean, and sort of like, cause I've always think it's more biased than anything else. I mean, obviously, the 10-point deductions, it's a, it, 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 that, that, that's completely different, really. But, at what point do we? I mean, how many how many other teams are treated this badly? Yeah, you know I mean, like, but not. Yeah, you know, I'm sure other teams down there in similar positions to ourselves. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll have we'll have similar gripes. Wolves, Wolves, what yeah. always gets referred Wolves. to. Yeah, they 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 they've had a rough this season. Yeah, I mean, but I bet they've played against ten men, probably this season. Yeah, <laughs> and so um, you know, it's at the very least, I think, as we've said many times, it's an unconscious bias that favours the bigger teams, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry, I can't find it. I, I was hoping to uh, find it in time so I could tag it on the end. Um... Ah, I found it, dude. Oh, well done. Go for it. Yeah, James Pendleton, at jpens underscore. 
Everton have played against 10 men for a total of just two minutes of normal time over the previous 1,202 days. And that's the sort of sending off we receive. Football, as we know it, is absolutely ruined. Hear, hear. Well said, James. Well, well done, James. <laughs> <laughs> so what's 1,200 days? That's like... It's about three years, three, isn't it? Three years. <laughs> <laughs> what's happened in three years? You've had COVID, the... Uh, yeah. the the change of the change of the monarch about eight about eight five minutes this <laughs> <laughs> an impeachment oh, uh... <laughs> yeah oh my god a points deduction uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh, all right well, i mean yeah we could go on all night i'm sure i don't feel like we've said enough about the performance and then the and the game but it's hard to i mean it's hard to I mean, it was nil-nil, and the game was clearly overshadowed by hmm. by horrendous refereeing. So it's probably just best to leave it there. But um, I feel better now. Actually, I feel a bit more. Oh, <laughs> bit, that's bit, good. Bit cathartic. Bit there cathartic. Go. I'm probably going to bash out an angry article, but right now <laughs> I feel better than I did. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, All right. Just uh, just watch us draw Liverpool away now. Oh yeah. Oh, no uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that would be that would actually God. top it, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? That would just to sort of put the cherry on the uh cherry on top of the uh the crap cake. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm not sure I can watch us lose to Liverpool's kids again. No. I mean uh, <laughs> what once in a lifetime is enough, eh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh okay, so we let's see, we will be back probably not until after the after the villa games. We've got a bit of a break. Um, we still need to we do, do our, the quiz. We in still the meantime, need to do we? our quiz in the meantime. Yeah, we need to make sure. Oh, yeah. um, unfortunately, El Bretman's uh, been ill lately, so we, once we've got all the team, all the team together, get well soon now. Uh, once we get all the team, can we do? Can, can we do it without El? Just one of someone else has got a chance of winning. That's, actually, yeah. that's a good well, point. Just... That's a good shout. El <laughs> made us look. El made us look like you know we, like we weren't even Evertonians last time. I think didn't he? <laughs> it's true. El the ringer. All right. Well, until uh, until the next one, Blues, um, we're going to have to go and try and calm down now. We will uh, speak to you very soon. Until then, uh, take care. And up the uh, hard-done-by, downtrodden, beleaguered toffees. <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 